0: Welcome to Soul Hearted Living with Dr. Deborah Riebel, a podcast dedicated to guiding your path to well being and personal transformation. The power of compassionate detachment in negative situations. Disengaging from negative people or situations is not easy. Yet we encounter them every and almost every day. Our partner may wake up irritable, a friend calls us complaining, or an impatient driver cuts us off in traffic. Sustaining the flow of love is already challenging. We've just begun our day. In such moments, we can feel anxious unprepared and even a sense of futility when faced with an unexpected negative situation. We can recognize the opportunity in front of us and let go of our expectations and go with the flow. Do this by trusting ourselves and our inner power to remain peaceful, to remain open to the positive flow of energy and move through any challenge with grace, ease, and responsiveness. I recently experienced this situation over the weekend, and it took everything I had to sustain the flow of love and compassionate detachment. It's much harder to do with close friends, colleagues, or family members, because we are especially more vulnerable to being sucked into their patterns So I know when I find myself in negative situations or with challenging people, it's crucial for me to be consciously aware, blast them with love energy, and keep healthy energetic boundaries. Practicing compassionate detachment increases our ability to infuse these difficult situations with positive love energy ultimately, to transform them. That's why these people are in our lives and these situations occur, for our own transformation. In choosing to respond rather than react, we can diffuse a negative situation and create a neutral space in which the other person doesn't have anything to come up against or react to. Without something to react to, They are more likely to calm down and even become aware of their own reaction. Providing them with a mirror of love in which to see themselves helps them gain awareness of their energy and their behaviors. So we must hold them accountable for their actions. And this actually opens up the possibility for unconditionally loving interactions with them in the future. Whenever such people come into your life, they are revealing something about yourself that you either need to release or transform. So, when you you get afraid of getting hooked into anyone else's patterns, you can observe yourself to discover your own possible patterns that are related to this exchange. Then you have the opportunity to completely compassionately bless the person and release the situation to resolve on its own. Practicing compassionate detachment gives you the power to transcend anyone or anything that doesn't come from a place of love. In a recent phone call with my stepmother, Anne, I immediately noticed that she was becoming emotionally reactive when she realized that her grandson had eloped prior to his planned wedding celebration and hadn't shared the news with her. Having difficulty accepting his point of view and his choice, Anne decided that she would not attend the planned wedding celebration. So this was the setup before my husband and I were to meet her and my father for lunch the following day. Before we did this, I needed to check in with myself, and in doing so, I noticed that I was feeling anxious about the upcoming meeting. This anxiety was alerting me to my own vulnerability. Knowing that my own emotions were likely to surface at lunch, I first had to create a compassionate space for myself, at the same time, diffuse a potentially volatile situation by first of all suggesting that we have lunch in a public place and with a specific time limit. I also knew that I needed to share my vulnerability with my husband and ask for his support. So within the first few minutes of the lunch, I was already aware of Ian's rising anger, and I haven't even touched on the subject of the elopement. I took several deep breaths in response and affirmed to myself, quietly, my intention to offer Anne compassion, but also detach from the situation. So as soon as Anne brought up the subject, which I knew she would, I was prepared. And I was prepared to respond in a clear and loving way, rather than from an emotional reaction from resentment, anger, or fear. So at that moment, I purposely lowered my voice, softened my demeanor, demeanor, and then spoke from my heart. Anne, I know that you may feel hurt by Tom's decision. If you need to share this with him, I'm in support of that, and I suggest that you call and talk to him as soon as possible. Anne, in turn, raised her voice again and began defending her position, again blaming Tom for not sharing the news with her right away and saying that his choice to elope was wrong. I once again took a deep breath and again said lovingly and clearly, I honor your choice not to attend Tom's celebration. However, I'm not going to discuss this with you in this way. Sustaining the energy in my own self to remain calm and compassionate, I then removed myself from the escalating situation by excusing myself and going to the restroom. Upon my return, Anne immediately began blaming me again her feelings of being rejected by the family. Now at this point, she was escalating and going into other tangents. So I knew I needed to set more healthy boundaries. So again, healthy, energetic boundaries, I took a few breaths, got quiet, and centered myself so that I could move forward. I then quietly suggested that we have this conversation at another time and in a more suitable place. Yet Anne continued to escalate out of control. So at this point, I chose to remove myself from the no-win situation. It was time for me to walk away. I got up from the table and took myself outside the restaurant and sat in my car, and took deep breaths, and started to decompress. I was there for about 10 minutes Again, opening my heart in loving compassion and putting love around her, and releasing all the patterns and the emotions, withholding judgment, I blessed her. I blessed Anne, but at the same time, I released the hurt and disappointment that was coming up within me. My husband, at that point, quickly paid the bill, and he and my father also left the restaurant with no one left to engage with at the table, and eventually came out to the car and apologized. Now this doesn't always happen, but in this situation, you have to take yourself out of the situation and take care of your precious self. When we open our hearts, we withhold judgment, we remain non-reactive, and we release the situation, then we can look at it from a spiritually elevated perspective. When we can get to this passionate detachment, it gives us the capacity to not only feel compassion for those who deceive or hurt us, but to actually be able to continue interactions with them in the future. So I encourage you to practice compassionate detachment in all your relationships. Remember, non-participation, non-engagement is the key to remaining neutral in these situations and keeping yourself in the love energy, keeping yourself in the flow of love. This is what's going to change our world. So I bless you and this beautiful day. Thanks for listening to the Soul Hearted Living Podcast. You're invited to claim Dr. Rebel's free four part sacred meditation series.com.